respecter. As Obi-Wan would say, Q. <laughs> now I'm lost. What are you going for? <laughs> I just thought you were going to say, may the force be with you. Uh, like, what does Obi-Wan say? He says hello there, but we're leaving, so why would I say that? <laughs> we would be honored if you would join us. Talk about Andor, because we had a new episode uh, mm -hmm. of that this week. And because it was kind of a different take, it was like this week I sat down to watch it. And I'm like, oh, I got two things of Star Wars to watch. Mm -hmm. And so now we get another episode and you get that totally different tone. This is the, the thing is cool about this is that Andor is a completely different flavor. You're like, yeah. you're getting <clears throat> almost remove all that force and and everything and all the Jedi and the Sith and all of that, and you're yeah. getting the people of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And so this this episode was this was an interesting one because I really thought that the prison he went to was yeah basically it felt like THX eleven thirty eight, <laughs> and I would. I was totally expecting to see him break out in this episode, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Or, or I was like, I was expecting to maybe even see a little bit of like planning know, for it. Yeah, or like you know, <clears throat> Vel or something like like a little bit more versus like you know, basically they're just like they don't even know what's going on. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, what's the uh, what's the other girl's name? <clears throat> Vel and uh... Cinta. Cinta, yeah. I was expecting maybe them to at least figure out on this one what's going on and, you know, and maybe, like, show them, like, there or something. But it's like, you know, they're making it seem like we're far off from from well, any sort of escape. Well, from what I understood is the way it was going to work is, again, this is another three-part act. And so this was the mm -hmm. first part of this three-part act. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah. So oh, I, yeah, I, for I, sure. Uh. So it's kind of interesting because when I first saw them, like the the guards walking in, they got these giant boots on, and it's like, well, what's that for? Or oh, wait, they took their shoes off, and then so they have these giant, basically snowboard boots. I'm like, I Tyler's have a like pair a of foot those. person. <laughs> so, they got, oh, yeah, they got, they got the they got the boa the boa tightening things on them. I'm like, I got a pair of those, <clears> and and I'm like. I'm pretty sure mine are like 10 years old. So that's not new technology. <laughs> but they're walking around in those and then they just shock the floor. And and it was the the weirdest way they're all like moving. And so it was just interesting. It was the very intimidating. How do we walk around with no weapons? Mm-hmm. But mm -hmm. I, just, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like... Cause, cause their boots told like what also was weird is they're like in black and white uniforms, but their boots have orange and stuff on them. And mm -hmm. maybe is that because the, the, 
prisoners have white and orange, so maybe maybe orange is their third color, I guess. <laughs> All right, yeah, it could be like who whoever was in charge of like the wardrobe, you know, wanted to do a little orange piping like someone else in the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, this and and it kind of contrasts where we're in this prison and it's mm-hmm. going back and forth between the prison, Cyril, and Mon Mothma. And so one, uh, Deidre comes to get Cyril. I thought that was like the funniest because then she talks to, to Cyril and she's like, well, what's in the report? It's like, I didn't read the report. Yeah. She says, you well, you, well, you signed it. It's mm-hmm. like I was not given a choice. And you could see her think about it. And she's like, wow, the Empire is either one really incompetent or they just don't care and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it was more like the first one, because as we see later in the episode, she's willing to use basically torture techniques to get what she wants. So she's willing to do those bad things the emperor the empire does mm-hmm. so yeah to be think... to be honest I, I don't know about you guys but to be honest the the whole sequence of them first meeting and the interactions between both of them was actually a little surprising to me i, I don't know exactly what i expected i i you know we knew it was gonna happen right kitty <laughs> um but uh yeah so i i was kind of a little surprised that both of them were like both were like you know pretty like against each other you know like cyril did say like you know like we should work together you need me type situation but really like i was more expecting that deidre could look you know at the big picture and say hey you know i could use this guy and this guy does want to work for me you know, she could trick him and maybe, you know, like take whatever information he has and dump him later. But either way, I was kind of expecting maybe her to be like, oh, cool. Now I got like some guy that I could have as like an informant or, you know, place wherever. And if he has any information, sweet. But like she was really like, you know, you worthless piece of junk. <laughs> yeah, I totally thought yeah. like she was going to say, oh, hey, he's very loyal to the to the Empire. He's got noble causes. He's. Um, we need him. I need him. He's going to be one of my assistants. Let's, let's work together. Yeah. And that's what I was It thinking. was like very, no, if you, if you continue <laughs> to do this, if you continue to file these false reports about Cassian trying to find him that you, she says you won't be talking to me next time Uh-huh. as a threat, not, yeah. not as a, as a, you might get someone higher up to talk to <laughs> you. You're going to get someone higher up, but you ain't going to be talking. Yeah, you're Lauren. <laughs> yeah, and so, but yeah, yeah, I really thought they were gonna try and work together or something, and it just, it didn't come to that. Which is, to me, I'm like, okay, so this isn't going the way I think it's gonna go. So, what is his story going to be then? Is he, is he gonna try to go rogue and try to find Cassian on his own? And <clears throat> probably, I love this whole episode. They're trying to. They're trying to find Luthen is who they're really trying to find. And mm-hmm. what 
I think is the funniest is they're like, we need to find Cassian and he'll lead us to Luthen. But it's the irony of how inept the Empire is at their own processes. They literally have Cassian in their own prison. Yeah. They already have him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, all you'd have to do is get a transport. <laughs> and they're like, we need to go look for him. So yeah. they're going to interrogate yeah. people on Ferrix and who have no idea where he's at. Right. But but because your, your incompetent system mm-hmm. is... Like, and, and and it's mostly because they're they're punishing people so fast. Like if you noticed where he was sent to prison, or when when the uh, the sand trooper interrogates him, to when he's sentenced, to when mm-hmm. he's sent to prison, he's wearing the same outfit the entire time, which means it happened within the same day. To me, more than likely, or at very least quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even provided his prison outfit until he gets there. Yeah. And yeah. So but this whole, whole episode, like I, I kept on like thinking that something was going to happen. It wasn't. And I just kept thinking in my head that like Luke is telling me this is not going to go the way you think. <laughs> like every <laughs> single time it's like there's like I'm like, OK, this is probably going to happen. Nope. Oh, like this is going to have it. Nope. Like that, there is a lot of like things that I kind of just in my head kind of imagined would happen based on the situation. And like now I'm just like, I have no idea what's going to happen next episode, which is an awesome feeling. Yeah. Right. Next episode is you're like, I have no idea where it's going to go. Yeah. yeah because he, one thing I noticed too is you, you guys notice Melshi. So Melshi. Is there mochi? in the prison? Mel, uh, it's Melshi. It's like, no, just uh, kidding. Mochi, <laughs> mochi. That's that rancor. There, yeah, Moochie. I thought it was Moochie. Mochi. Oh, Moochie. Okay. Okay, but uh, no, Melshi is one of the people who is with Cassian when they go to Scarif. He's part of the crew, mm-hmm. and he's one of the Ooh. prisoners at his table. And he's the one that tells him, listen, you're here until they don't want you. Don't even look at your number. You're here until they don't want you no more. Don't even don't even worry about it. Because and and I think so we saw Cassian learn what his consequences on Ferrix did for his friends and family. And now we're here in the prison and they're asking him, well, what's going on? The just because of the Aldani attack, mm-hmm. instantly the Empire doubled every single person's sentence. They're like, with the resentencings, everyone got a doubled sentence. Every, everyone's time in here was doubled. Well, it's not just a prison either, it's a work camp. Yeah. They're being forced to work and punished for bad work. And then do you, do you guys, I haven't even looked anything up, uh, but nothing jumped out at me in, uh, in like Star Wars memory, but do you know what they're making? I've seen, I'm not sure people, uh, I've seen people speculate that it could be Death Star parts, which would just be mm-hmm. ironic, would be super ironic for Cassian to have been building <laughs> stuff. I've, I've seen people say that it could be some parts for Imperial droids. 
or uh, imperial pro I was droids. thinking like walkers maybe because they've got big mm. heavy joints yeah pieces mm-hmm. to me like oh you know what's look... actually interesting now that we're just kind of speculating in a really iron irony like uh, a lot of irony in this situation but if it is ironic for... yeah ironic there you go uh <laughs> if that would be really ironic is if it was parts for like the little um i don't even know what you call it but the thing on scarif like right in the middle that um what is it like the, the tram thing yeah like you know like something for you know that because we already know in this show right they've already talked about that they're doing their increased shipments over there so they're right to now scarif, yeah. Uh, they're, yeah to if they're they are still building they're still doing like some sort of structure there or you know enhancing it or whatever they're going to end up using it's not complete most likely so it could technically be parts for that which would be really crazy too <laughs> did anyone go when they when they saw uh kino loy aka andy circus when when you saw him were you like okay what's going on here yeah i was like that's kind of interesting because <laughs> i'm like okay and I even saw an article of him saying he was debating whether to do it or not because he's like, everyone's gonna go. Are these are these uh, Snoke origin stories? Is this something something to do with Snoke and everything? Mm-hmm. Because I don't I don't know I don't know if I if maybe if it is that would be cool. If it's not, mm-hmm. I don't really like. Okay, and he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah, it just kind of was like it stuck out a little bit to me. I was like, he, he introduces himself to Cassie, and, and I go, because <laughs> Connie's like, what? and I was like, he says his name, and I'm like, no, no, his name's Snoke. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what? what's going on here? It, it just was a little weird. I don't mind yeah. it. Like I said, he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. And, and the way he, he, he definitely brings a presence in this this episode where he's like, I only got 249 days left. Don't you mess this up for me. You get to work. Let's go. And he's always on Cassie. And even after Cassie has been doing it for 30 days and the old man is like delaying one of them. And Cassie just stands there for him. He's like, well, you taking a breather? You, mm-hmm. you, you just, just a break? Well, well. And it's like, dude, chill out. Mm-hmm. But I thought, yeah, so the worst table gets punished means they get shocked the best table gets flavor in their food in their slop yeah yeah the, the best team the best team gets taste in their food mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like yeah is it, is kind of funny and and i like another thing that this show did unfortunately the guy killed himself but it also kind of like it makes you understand the consequences like it, it, it puts that fear from the audience perspective it puts that fear of yeah don't you dare step on that aisle you stay in your bunk which i thought also thought was interesting because when that happens they command everyone not just to their pods but to their sleeping area yeah which means that they can still shock them inside their booze. 
and that that was a get to your sleeping pad. And, and <clears throat> I just, it was kind of funny. I was almost kind of had a little chuckle when, cause I heard in the background, Oh, they're going to leave that here all night. He's going to smell. I was like, wow, real way to get, way mm-hmm. to treat that buddy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. come on. Show, show some soon. humility. Too soon. Or, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was just funny. Yeah. And then so uh but yeah, that that's what I was kind of getting at earlier is Andor is seeing the consequences. He saw it at, at Ferrix, now he's seeing it to to his prisoners who are becoming his friends. He, so he's this is like Andor learning his the consequences to his actions. Mhm. And yeah. We kind of compare that to what's going on with Mon Mothma. And she's at another party. She's speculating or she's trying to cater votes for her thing. But I also like in their drink. When Perrin gets his drink and he's like, do you want one? And it's basically a worm that dies in whatever alcohol they have, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure it gets some kind of flavor. But Mon Mothma basically symbolizing the fact that she doesn't want it. She's not going to let an innocent creature die just so that she can have a better tasting drink. And it kind mm-hmm. of it, it embodies who Mon Mothma is as a character. I think it also is showing her transformation into what she's going to be. Because like right after that, he says, like, oh, you used to. And she said, no, like you used to like it or something. And then she said, mm-hmm. I was just better. at I was better at hiding it. And so I think like once again, it's also showing like she's she's right on the edge. Like she's she's about to be done with this whole facade and she's ready to just 100 mm-hmm. percent be who she is without any, you know, fear of, you know, you know, what what it might look like or or whatever, you know, like and- whether it's her, her family or the Senate or anything. Yeah. And that goes back to. uh Luthen and Clea's conversation about him slipping. And mm-hmm. he's just like, he's, I'm not slipping. I'm just not, because uh, uh, we're not hiding as much. We're, we, you know, he's not used to not hiding so much. And that's kind of, I think, like, like your point is what's happening with Mon Mothma as well. But mm-hmm. she has this one conversation, and I think it's really key. Because there's talk about the decree that's that basically got Cassian sent to prison, and they're mm-hmm. like, "What? What? What is public order?" And then I and someone says, uh, "If you're doing nothing wrong, what do you have to fear?" And Mon Mothma's reply was so perfect. She says, "I fear your definition of wrong." Yeah. Like the em- what is the emperor's definition of wrong? And and it that's up to interpretation, right? And if obviously that public order is becoming more strict, she. Um, we saw in the last episode that the sentence for Cassian's crime crimes would have been six months. Mm-hmm. And but because of the new order, it's six years. 
And like even six months for just randomly like walking around and seeming strange, you know, it's ridiculous. It's like, wow. For walking around and looking around your surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> because stormtroopers are tracing bad people. <laughs> oh, man. And that's what you're going to get in trouble for is looking around. Mm hmm. He's he meant watch. I love that. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I just I think it's kind of funny how everyone uh, Val and Cinta are watching Bix and, and Brasso and mm-hmm. and so Man, is the so is the Empire and Marva they're like looking for episode. I know and B's like she has put a pain in her knee. And mm-hmm. but I, I liked B2 I liked what Mo. Bix says. Bix says she thinks she's a rebel. Yeah, she's making sure that the, the tunnels under the hotel are clear so, or something like that so that the rebels can sneak in and, and take the stormtroopers by surprise. Yeah. And I just. Oh, Seeing yeah, this it's and, so and how for... her, her character is developing, I almost I fear that the Empire is going to do something to her and that's that's what's going to be the final straw for Andor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to lose his mother to them for for no reason at all. Yeah, and so Just what like if? Dad. Yeah, so what if that's why Vel and Sintar are there? They're gonna witness this, whatever happens to Marva, and then whenever they end up finding Andor, Andor's gonna say something about her, and they're like, mm. <laughs> "Yes, yeah, she did." Well, Vel Vel moves on. It's only Sintar that stays here to yeah. watch. So, yeah, we don't we don't know where Vel's gonna go. I think Vel's gonna. I, I still feel she's gonna be somewhat responsible for Andor's escape, but I don't know. It could mm-hmm. be, could be Melchi. Melchi could be, you know, partially responsible for the escape. They could do it from the inside without any external help. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can tell in this episode, if you just, those few, he has a few lines, Melchi, and just a few brief moments. And once you realize who he is and what is, you can see that he's already like, no, the empire is very, very bad. They don't care about you. You're in here, and as long as they want, as long as they need you or want want to use you, yeah. And you're probably mm-hmm. not getting out of here alive. When they're done with you, they probably when you're too old to be useful, you're just gone. You're they're gonna they just throw you in the you. water. You mm-hmm. Those big those big pools of water spinning at the, each corner of the prison, which very much reminded me of the super prison from the MCU. Yeah. Like at the end of uh, Civil War, it very much reminded me of like that prison mm-hmm. <laughs> out, out in the yeah. ocean where they, they can't escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then uh, Luthen goes to see an old friend. Oh, yeah, that was great. You saw yeah. two tubes and then the X-Wing. Yeah. Yeah, I I love seeing that X wing. That was that X wing. Just, just it, just like oh yes, this is what we're we're going towards. I was so for it, and their mm-hmm. conversation is is excellent. Yeah, top. Oh, now you're just trying to make me think you did it. Talking to to him about the Aldani incident. Yeah, they're, not they're, taking credit for it. Yeah, it's they're trying to accuse, basically accuse each other of it. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting from the fact that we know who did it. So it's kind of yeah. interesting to see their, their conversation there. And 
what you can see, what, what I really liked here is that what Luthen's really trying to do is get all these cells to work together. They're like, right. we have to forget our differences. We have to work together. And mm -hmm. he saw, asked Luthen what kind of man he is. And he goes, I'm a coward. I believe that one day, if we don't stand up together, that the empire will be too powerful to do anything to. So, mm -hmm. Something along those lines. I don't know the exact quote. And so, because Saul wants, or uh, Luthen wants Saw to work with Anton Krieger. And he's like, he's a separatist. Yeah. He won't work with him because he's a separatist. It's like, dude, that's it's a, it's been like 15 years. It's the Empire yeah, now. That, are, you are a separatist be, now, too. Don't forget, Tyler, the separatist killed his sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, but that's what, he, that's what, and that's what Luthen is trying to say is that, hey, we need... We need to work together. We need to forget our differences and pull together. Otherwise, we'll never be able to defeat the Empire. Yeah. And so that was a great... Uh, because And it kind of sees where, where Saw is at this point. Mm -hmm. And I liked his... I, I did like his line where he's like, did I, Do you think if I just stole 100 million credits, I'd be here out in the cold? <laughs> mm -hmm. In a cave out in yeah, the cold. That's exactly what you would do. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, well, and then and then they're trying to accuse each other of who did it, and and the, and uh, and he saws like, let's let's agree it was a masterpiece. This is like okay, it was you then. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You don't, yeah, you, I don't only say that about your own work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, and, I was super hype as as soon as you know. It, the shot was panning in there and stuff like that. I was like, yes. And like, yeah, you know, like watching it late at night, you know? And so what I did is I watched tales of the Jedi first. So, so by the I. time that, so the time that I watch Andor, like I, I won't lie, I was like pretty tired. And so like, and up until like, you know, there's a couple of points. I was like, okay, I'm awake now. And that was like one of them, like towards that part, like as soon as we got in there, I was like, okay, I'm awake. Like <laughs> I got to pay attention to everything they say. Well, as, as soon as you saw two tubes, you knew we were getting Saul Guerrero. Yeah. That's like his, his right Is that what man. you call him? Two that's tubes? His name. <laughs> no, it feels like that. I'll get out the book. I yeah, feel that's like true. that's just what you're calling him though. It just. No, that's his name. That's his nickname. Yeah, what, like, what is this like? This is like the Italian mafia. <laughs> hey, two tubes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so great. But I feel like what we're going to see here is this arc is going to be about Luthen getting these guys to start to work together and Cassian escaping from prison. And maybe the last two episodes will be them doing whatever job Luthen wants the two parties to work together at. And yeah, that would be, cause I feel like we're definitely not, we're definitely getting more saw. Maybe, maybe not necessarily in this season, but there's, I, I, it just feels like there's gotta be more saw Guerrera coming in this show before it's over. Yeah. And I kind of feel like just because of, you know, what it is like 
and then obviously we know the finale, but I feel like there there's going to be moments where it's going to be like Saw's not going to quote like quote unquote team up, but he will aid in certain situations, right? Like he'll be there to aid uh, something, right? And be, because we already we know what he's all about, and so I feel like that's probably good. There you go, two tubes. You guys think I'm making fun of him? It's his actual name. Uh, it's Told great. I know my book. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think that's what Luthen wants. Is he wants him to f- fly cover, basically, for whatever yeah. whatever they're trying to do. He was trying to get Saga's group to fly cover for Arten Krigo, Kriga. Mm. Yeah, because because you know that that he's got obviously he's got X wings. He's got yeah. air support. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this episode was one of the longer ones too. I mean, with credits, it's fifty-six minutes, so it was a it was a longer one. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, it really wasn't necessarily you know, wasn't my too, favorite, but, but it still but goes by quickly. Announcement and the eye were both over fifty minutes. That's true. We've been having like some like around hour, including, you know, the credits, which is amazing. I'd love them to keep that up. And I think part of it is now they are they're trying to touch on all of the different story beats that are going on. And you can't really do that unless you're up there, you know, around an hour. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you know, say like, oh, here's what's going on with like the ISB. Here's what's going on, you know, still on Ferrix. You know, here's what's going on with like Luthen. And now, you know, here's what's going on with Andor. Like, yeah, yeah it's like you need yeah, the time Andor, if you can do that. Ferrix, ISB, Mon Mothma, now mm-hmm. Saw, Luthen. There's so like, many different side stories. A lot of stories. story points they're touching on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I feel yeah, like they, a lot of prison time, too. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of the episode was spent in the prison. I feel like you're starting mm-hmm. to add more to it, too. Yeah, you're getting people in the prison. So you're, you're, you're going to start to add more characters, too. Obviously, Melshi wasn't a mistake. <clears throat> they put yeah. him in the show on purpose. They knew mm-hmm. people well, yeah, would I mean, catch was, that. I mean, he's he's IMDb credit is that he's playing Melshi. He's not. It's not just the same actor. He's playing the same character, and obviously, he must be somewhat close to Andor because Andor only asked a very few guys. You know, hey, I trust all of you to go to Scarif with me and and do this mission. And Melshi right. was one of those guys. So uh-huh. obviously there's an amount of trust there that is obviously built over time. Mm -hmm. He didn't just like make an announcement to the whole, you know, everybody on Yavin 4, Hey, we're breaking the rules. We're going to scare whoever wants to come. (laughs) You can come. No, he quietly told this group of people and they're the ones who said yes. Yeah. And then the other, sorry, I was just going to say, I could totally see him one. I almost guarantee they're going to break out together. So yeah. Yeah. they'll be part. They'll be part of that, and then I wouldn't be surprised to see him tagging along with Cassian through the rest of the show. Yeah, why not? That would actually be cool. I, w- I would yeah. be all for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was just gonna add along with what you're just saying. What we were talking about earlier of you know continuing to add more <clears throat> characters. I mean, Forrest Whitaker, you know, like adding his character in there. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. they're gonna just like eat up as much as they can. You know, since he said yes, they're going to try to use him, you know, for sure in this show. And then the other thing is we now have with Mon Mothma, like her her old uh, schoolmate 
or whatever, mm-hmm. which is is it the like that adds yeah the, that adds like a whole nother layer to her story, which now he kind of has a little bit of a story of we don't even know hundred percent you know much about him. So like mm-hmm. I mean like they they might end up having to dive a little bit more for us to understand what he's going through to help her. And you know, I'm just like man, it's just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's I think what happens when the story. Well, people claim it moves slowly and it is moving slowly, but it's also like taking its time to unfold. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of, it's almost nice that way because when you kind of take time with those different characters, if you want this big end scene and this big climax with all the characters, then if you like take a couple side missions or side stories and you're like, well, I don't really know who they are. I don't know what their part was in this, where'd they come from? Whereas, like, no, we know everyone's motives, and we're getting everyone where where they're going, what what they're thinking. We've seen their character building, and so it's it's like what. I'm, but basically, what I'm getting at is like the Avengers movies are great, but if you only saw an Avengers movie with mm-hmm. none of their individual movies where you actually learned about them as characters, then oh, yeah, you, wouldn't you wouldn't care, care as much. And that's kind of what the show is doing is you're getting those little moments with all these other all these other characters. You're getting that Bix and uh, Brasso are are family friends. They they neither of them Marva's not either their theirs mother, but they're willing to take care of her. They're a family there. The uh mm-hmm. Pack Pack is arrested and they're and the whole they're they're pounding their they're warning sticks again and everything saying that they're after one of us. Yeah. And so you're getting that character building. And that's why mm. I think that this show is building up to something big. I like Brasso. I hope he plays a big role in, in the uh, rebellion in season two. I think this is really season one is really like the ground layer of introducing these characters to the rebellion and i'm hoping season two we get like a lot of like all these missions for the rebellion mm-hmm. which is like I, I feel like it's kind of what we wanted for andor in the first place but i feel like tyler's right the fact that we have to learn how these characters get connected to the rebellion wait what is it wait 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 did, did you, you just say clean? i was right <laughs> well i mean click a replay on that <laughs> <laughs> like put in the intro <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're talking about Andor in, in, in Rogue One era Star Wars, not the sequel Star Wars. We can agree on this era of Star Wars. So yeah, I yeah, I totally agree. Like if if we end up just like, you know, it being like this, I mean, I obviously there's been some amazing action. There's some really suspenseful moments and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And not to take away from anything from the first, but like you're saying, yeah, I would love that if we just continue on, you know, very similar to this the whole season. But then the next season, we get like all these missions with all of these characters that now we have like grown to understand and like love, you know, for their individual selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their connections with each other. Yeah. And, and their their family bond almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It this. Yeah. I really like the way this show is going and it's unfolding. And each episode has even even if the not a lot happens, you're always like on the edge of your seat. You get deep lines like, like Mon Mothma's. Well, my my fear is what your definition of wrong is, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's a powerful line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she keeps on coming out with bangers. And the other thing, too, that I was thinking just about this whole situation moving forward is they they've spent a decent chunk of time on the family dynamics, not only just with the husband, but with her daughter as well. And is some of the reason why the daughter I mean, part of it is because she appears to be like teenager year. So, you know, like that could be, you know, part thrown into the mix, but also is it because she doesn't fully understand her mom? She doesn't understand what she's doing. And maybe when she does, she's going to be like, dang, you know, like my mom's, yeah. PA, you know, I mean, like and- <laughs> what, what kind of, what kind of teenager really knows what's going on in the world? Yeah. Especially facts. when it's, when it's a galaxy, right? It's more than just a world problem. It's yeah. It's thousands, millions, billions of worlds problems. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. There's a there's I, a lot more news going on in, in a Star Wars galaxy when you're not talking like billions of planets, not just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, I, I I think there's definitely potential there for her character to be developed outside of the screen too. You know, books, comics, mm-hmm. uh, games, even you know, taking place during the original trilogy. Yeah. Well. uh is there guys anything else you want to add? Do we want to, uh, or you want to start wrapping it up? I think that feels like a good wrap up spot. Yeah, I do, I do yeah. too. That was good. All right. So, uh, if you guys are still in the chat, please give us a like there. Hit the hit that like button. Share share the podcast with your friends. I'll be posting the podcast later later today or tomorrow, sometime tomorrow. Uh, watch yeah. watch our Twitter for. An update on that. Um, I don't have a whole lot going on. I did post a new video on my own YouTube channel uh, a few days ago. Uh, if you want to check that out. Uh, what do you got going on there? Uh, I'll go Quentin next because Josiah will take all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't really got much going on. I haven't been streaming much lately, but uh, my Twitch and my, my horrible YouTube is down there if you feel like checking it out. I think I have like two videos. So, nice. uh, yeah, that's about it, Josiah. Um, yeah, so first, as always, like to thank the chat. Um, we had Tip70 Design uh, come through earlier. Um, thank you so much. Uh, always good to have some friends in the chat. Uh, Kalani, as always. Um, we had Adam from The Rock Show. I appreciate you uh, stopping through. Uh, we had Send It O'Reilly. We had Claire. Uh, we had Real Shady Unicorn. Big shout out to you. Appreciate you stopping by. And uh, lastly, Kalani said, uh, great episode, boys. Covered so much. And now I want to watch it all again. And yes, 100%. Anytime I start thinking about like the episodes, you know, any of these episodes, you know, whether it's Tales of the Jedi and or as soon as I start thinking about it, talking about it, I'm like, I need to watch it again. So good. And I'm sure I'm going to. Um, but anyway, so what I got going on, um, I posted a video <laughs> in uh, our Discord. Um, I was uh, actually on the Rock Show, um, the Players uh, podcast. Uh, so yeah, that was awesome. Super, uh, super cool cast. Everybody's super nice, awesome. Um, talking about uh, kind of all things gaming. So yeah, that was a blast. Check it out if you want to. But yeah, definitely go support them. Um, sub to them. Um, they're hitting some huge milestones on their podcast. So 
um, yeah, that's uh, definitely cool. Um, also, Real Shady Unicorn, I'll give him an extra shout out. He also does gaming. Um, he does streams. He does some awesome giveaways for his community. So you can definitely go check him out too. Real Shady Unicorn on uh, uh, Twitter. Um, and uh, he also got YouTube and, and Twitch as well. Um, but you'll find him there. Um, what I'm also doing is uh, obviously, as always, I'm doing stuff with Hezekiah. And so we also uh, made a, finally made a video after I got back from work for being gone like a, over a month. And uh, uh, we posted our, our good friend Joe, who's also been on the show, who's uh, supported us here. Um, he um, is uh, he gave Hezekiah like a whole setup for streaming. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And now he is actually developing his own game. So Angry Poultry Games. Um, he's creating his own game and uh, you can go follow him uh, if you want to follow the journey of how a game is, you know, developed and created. So, yeah, super cool. And uh, most recently, we have completely finished and filmed Hezekiah's next video, uh, which is even like, you know, bigger than we could have imagined. Lily and I are just like, you know, we can't believe uh, how how uh, generous people are. Um, but I, I think we'll probably post that um, maybe tomorrow or something like that. And uh, you definitely got to check it out. So Hezekiah's Toys and Games, um, check out the the most recent video with Joe about uh, he does a Lego build and then a big thank you for Joe um, for giving him all the streaming stuff. And then the, the next one's going to be like pretty epic. Uh, Tyler and Quentin know what it's about, but yeah, it's going to it's going to be pretty epic. Uh, Hezekiah got, um, once again, so, some hugely generous people in the community uh, reached out and are hooking him up. So, um, yeah, definitely keep an eye on that. And, yeah, I, I'm super excited for uh, where Andor is going to come. And I really hope that we get a Tales of the Jedi part two because it's so good. I want a Tales of the Sith. Oh, dang. Yes. Darth Maul. Oh, man. No, <laughs> yeah. I, no I, I want Young Bane. Darth Maul. I want Bane. Okay. <laughs> of course you do, Mr. Legends. <laughs> Come on. Oh no, Bane would be so great. It would be so good. Like his like that like little story, you know, and even if it's like kind of flashbacks, you know, you know, for like, you know, uh for Palpatine or you know, for Plagueis or something like that, you know, kind of just like flashbacks of that. Oh man, that'd be awesome. That would be great. Hey guys, well, thanks everyone again for stopping by. Uh mm -hmm. thank you for all for your support. Uh, if you guys do want to support us, you can uh, join our Discord. Uh, the link is in the description there. Or and you can also support us on Patreon. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone. And Big we'll shout out to Bruce. And we'll, we'll yeah. And I know Bruce will enjoy my Easter egg there back in uh, Tales of the Jedi. So, yeah. all right, everyone. Well, I'll let uh, one of you guys say it. May the force be with you. Always.